1: crisp trigger and is still a favorite for all types of shooters whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns log on to midwayusa.com
2: hello backpacking and blisters family this is derek somerville and alongside me today is the only backpacker in world history to create hair gel from desert sand. Carl Mandrioli, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> hair
3: gel. That was a good one, Derek. Uh, with me today is Derek Somerville, a man who backpacks in the desert with a car door because when it gets too hot, he just rolls down the window. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs>
2: Ladies and gentlemen... Carl Mandrioli, he'll be here That's all right. week. Um, that was that was amazing. <laughs> tell me about some tidbits you. today. This is gonna be a fun
3: episode. I'm excited about today. Yeah, about the. I don't know if you're gonna like the first tidbit though. I'm not. Why? It's about me. Okay, so we got some feedback from the last episode. Okay, and I actually I can't tell if it's the last episode or, or just a slew of episodes based upon what this uh, person said. It's yeah. uh, the username is Voice of Reason, mm. and This person says, Derek, there's no pleasing you. If somebody gets a trivia answer correct to the letter, you still say it's incorrect. Give Carl some credit.
2: Look at you have a fan. You have a fan.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, buddy. Is there any credence to this? Um, You know,
2: I'd say partially, sometimes, occasionally, seldom
3: okay you know well tell me what 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 the better situation is like last week we had the trivia Mm. where Mm. it was the blowdown and i said it was like bushes or trees and i kind of joked about the buildings thing Uh, and then you're like oh was that a joke the 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 buildings was a joke oh yeah Yeah, i mean you sold it i thought no no i think no i think there's buildings out there when we go backpacking (laughs) i mean i guess there could be but i don't know where you (laughs) back i wouldn't go backpacking there um well, I guess Ranger Stations, backcountry ranger stations technically are buildings, but okay, right. anyway, and you're like, No, 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 no. It's like it's like when shrubs and and trees are blown down. Right. Steve yeah. gets the point. That that was your comment. Okay, so there's that one. Then there's the one the last this the previous trivia you did when we had Buzz on mm. for fastest known time, and yeah. you asked a question and he was online on the site looking at the same thing you were with the answer mm. and I'm just guessing. Yeah. And you're like, Yeah, yeah, Buzz, you're correct, you get the point. <laughs> so you're saying it's
2: rigged is what you're saying
3: i'm no i'm just saying that you're terrible at trivia i'm favoring everybody but you is what you're saying okay yes and i i don't know how how does it work that you're in charge of trivia every time we have a guest on too it's kind of no it's the people want to hear from me i don't know why but i I appreciate it
2: (laughs) and i'll continue to feed feed that fire uh i'll try to ease up voice of reason on carl for you for the people uh, you know, Carl okay. needs to be given a hard time sometimes. I think that's he needs it. He 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 yearns right. for it, and that's my job. To I do. It,
3: so, okay. Well, I do have some good news for you. Okay, that's good. Um, I just made up voice of reason. That was really just my feedback. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it,
2: you've come to that. Are you serious? <laughs> so you don't even have a fan. You just made this. <laughs> you just made that up. I love it.
3: I'll say that that might not be the last time I do that. <laughs> I really feel sorry for you right now. That's so sad. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, just, I tell stories inside my head. I'm I get creative. The world so. of Carl. What is that like? So okay, other tidbit is we got an MP3. We've got one from Rocky. Yes. Rocky has actually given us a slew of MP3s, and so we are going to choose. We chose one that we thought was interesting, and and he's got one that kind of relates to an episode later on that we're going to get to. So yes, we'll see. But he he's a character, I and mean, we like Rocky a lot, and so we'll get to that after we get to the, the meaty part of the episode. All right. That sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, so uh, Bible verse. Yeah. Isaiah 43. Mm. A voice is calling, clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Make smooth in the desert a highway for our God.
2: Smooth. I like that.
3: Yes, good. right. Yeah. This is referring to the return of the Jews from Babylon in which a large tract of country, a, a desert, was in their way. And sometimes we have to travel through our own deserts and leave things that conquer us behind to come out clean and refreshed on the other side, Derek. That's so, true. So that is what a desert trip and really any wilderness trip can be about, and that's what I'm excited to talk about, the desert in this mm. episode. Okay, okay. All right, well, Derek, <laughs> can you actually like correctly pronounce... All right. The episode. I wanted to say don't desert dessert,
2: but then I was like don't desert dessert in the desert. Right, that's the same thing. You said the and same that's thing the twice. Same thing, but it's different. Okay. I, or I mean, I wanted to say don't desert dessert. Yeah, don't I mean desert. desert the dessert. But then I was like, right,
3: that's the temptation. That's the so, temptation. Uh, but yeah, don't desert dessert in the desert. This is a desert oh. episode, but I did throw some dessert in in the dessert part of the episode. So we'll yeah. get to that later. Fair enough. Okay, so I thought that we could come up with two separate categories for this. we got three reasons to go backpacking in the desert, and and then three things to consider when planning your trip. And so I, I asked you which one you wanted, and you, you wanted to give the, the reasons, right? Yeah, I'll give the
2: reasons, I sure. Let's do that.
3: Okay, so you can just give yours three in a row. And I actually made my own list, kind of just assuming that you weren't going to come up with some, so <laughs> I kind of have a backup list. A backup list. Wow, there's no faith from you. Yeah, where's the voice of reason, guy? Let's get him. back. Well, part of it is that you don't have as much experience in the desert as I do, and I don't have a ton of experience either. And so I figured that maybe collectively we'd have three legit reasons that we're making this episode. But these are well. reasons
2: to go. What What experience do I need? Like these are reasons I want to go because right? sometimes if you haven't been a lot, you don't really know what you're in for. Well, I've been to the desert many times. I just maybe okay. haven't brought my backpack along. So Gotcha.
3: So here we uh, go. You just
2: brought your car door along. It's funny. I did travel before I met you. It's shocking. I know. Mm. It's shocking. But I did do it. Okay. Well. And uh, I left the car door at home okay. most of the time. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. Three. My three reasons yep. for wanting to go hike in the desert. Pretty simple. Um, right. The first one is okay. just... Uh, the fact that it's different landscape with different wildlife uh, is always fascinating to get a different okay. point of view. Uh, I think it's it's yeah. uh, it's a different feel. It's a different atmosphere. For me, at least, I don't know about other people, but you know, I always find that kind of uh, interesting. You know, uh, I know we talked about going and doing something in Alaska. Uh, it would be interesting to go somewhere. In some higher mountain regions, like maybe I think it was like the Himalayas or something, they have like snow leopards up there. Just you know, you have the potential to see something you've never seen before, and it's just a different climate, a
3: different right uh, atmosphere. It's just it's kind of exciting. So, right? Okay. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. No, I, that was actually one of mine. I I, really? I had that too. Uh-huh. I said I just said it was completely different, and I I kind of addressed everything you said. I just thought also there's different challenges too.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's part to of one of my other ones in a nutshell, but.
3: But I've yeah, it's, yeah.
2: All right. So, what challenges? What, what
3: are you talking about? Challenges. So, so, what's your second one? Uh,
2: so my number two, uh, I guess you could say, is that it is it is a different backpacking experience, and me, what I mean by that is kind of a general statement. But what I kind of mean by that is you All have right. a whole new set of challenges before you. Uh, whether that's the less distinct trails, capa- you know, potentially less distinct right. trails out in the desert, um, the weather. The right. animals um, are potentially more dangerous um, and smaller and can creep around. Okay. I don't you know there's scorpions and snakes and all these things that maybe you're not really used to seeing in, in like a forest or a national park maybe per se as much. and there's always that there's always that looming fear of you know and I mean hoping hopefully, hopefully hopefully you're planning ahead and knowing where the water is going to be located in right. general. Um, but there's always that fear of like oh my gosh, what if, What if the water's not there? Or what if it dried out? Or what if this? Or what if that? So there's always kind of that fear um, and things like that. So just just different challenges that you would definitely want to prepare for ahead of time um, before a trip like that, because it's just, it's not a national park. It's not the same thing. Um, You know, you don't maybe have all those like little shrubs like you like to eat out there, and you just, you like to eat those random berries all the time. So maybe, you know, you don't have that stuff out there all the time. I'm not eating shrubs. I'm just eating. Well, bears. you would maybe if if I let you, but uh, thankfully I'm there. So <laughs> there's that. Okay. I mean, so you have to know like
3: what's around that you can find to eat. Uh, you might have to go bear yeah. girl style. I don't know. You know. So um, okay. Yeah. It sounds like you're you're changing the desert trip into more of like a survival trip where now we're searching for food in the desert. But wouldn't it be
2: accurate? wouldn't it be a little bit more of a survival trip? Because it's not like you know you can go to national parks in general and be like, well, I know that this river, I could. Crisscross over this a few times. Here, there's this right. lake. There's this. There's more options. Okay. I feel like, uh, and I just feel right. like when you go to the desert, you're stripped away
3: of a lot of your options. And so, yeah. It sounds like your yeah your view is like we're going 40 days into the wilderness, like Jesus, and we are gonna have some challenges ahead of us. And we, if we can make it out on the other side, then awesome. I'm not but, sure where um, you got
2: the. I mean, I know where you got the 40 days. Uh, that'd be a little extreme. Okay, uh, maybe four yeah. days. I think maybe four days. Okay, I was exaggerating, but big, big surprise. Uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. So I think that I think that yeah. Well, I'll I'll talk about I'll I'll get to your comment about the the water here in a little bit, but mm. definitely there's yeah. If you're going survival, well, there's a lot of things to consider for sure. I'm okay bringing food with me though, Derek. So I don't know if you're okay with that, but no,
2: you can bring food. I'm just saying that in general. I mean, this isn't hard to understand, Carl. I'm gonna say it again. Okay,
3: that you know,
2: if you go to a national park, a or something like that in the wild, in the wilderness, usually there's there's just more things around you nearby, like trees, shrubbery, sap to start fires. There's just things around you that are it just seems like they're more readily available, you know? And if I go to the okay. desert and there's just like dirt and cactus and occasional plants around, right. It's, you know, it's just tougher and okay. you have to be smarter and more prepared.
3: Okay. So it's a different I'm experience. tempted to just not respond and just to let that simmer with the listeners because there's so many things there that I could pick apart. Um, I'll pick one of them. <laughs>
2: what, what What are you talking about?
3: All right. So th- so there's national parks that are in deserts, like there's a bunch of them. So you're you're comparing well, the desert to national sure. parks, like well, okay. I want to clarify there's there's quite a few, especially in Utah. So anyway, so they're not mutually exclusive, but I'll just I'll let the, the other parts just sit there. But it still applies, though it still applies because if I am in the
2: desert portion of the park, and I know I'm going to be in that portion of the park for a day or two, I got to prepare for that. As opposed to hey, I'm in the valley. Or, hey, I'm over on this yeah. mountaintop. You have to prepare. I mean, okay. wouldn't you say if you go on a trip in a national park and a portion of its desert that the, the portion that's not desert, you know, you could prepare one way. And then, okay, hey, right. we're going to be in the desert for the last two nights of the trip. we got to prepare,
3: like, a little bit different. Right? I, I like this pretend national park you created where part of it's desert and part of it's just, like, lush forest. But I'm trying <laughs> to think of a place <laughs> where this <it laughs> exists and Lush. I can't think of one. <laughs> Lush forest. I love it. Ugh. I can actually I can think of a place where it exists, but it's not a national park. So uh, I'm just trying, I'm just struggling with your,
0: think with outside your story the box, here. buddy.
3: <laughs> okay, so your first two reasons, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you skip ahead to your third one. Your first two reasons mentioned the animals. Both were like watch out for the animals. So is the third one gonna contain animals as well, or do you have a different i here. feel like
2: the voice of reason guy needs to come back and
3: <laughs> criticize himself
2: because like, i feel like i'm just giving my reason and you're just ripping them to shreds uh, this is it, what we do i know <laughs> but what but these are legit like what do you mean these are legit these are legit like y- you go out and you're saying if you go into the desert if i'm going right. into the desert there's going to be fewer options to do stuff that you can and and, and in, like, Yosemite
3: right. National Park, for example, where we go.
2: Like, there's way more options to do
3: stuff. Yeah, I feel like the preamble of your reasons are, are definitely legit. And then when you go into the explanation, you're going off the rails and, like, off a cliff. So that's, that's the, the part rails? I'm picking apart. Because you're talking, like, I don't know what you're talking about, foraging for food. You're like, well, if you, but if you need food, like, the, you got to decide the cactus versus the shrubs. Like, <laughs> we're, not, we're not foraging for food. Like, what are you talking about? First of all, I'm joking with you about that.
2: Maybe I should clarify. I know I gotta, I'm going to dumb it down. I'm going to dumb it down for you, okay? <laughs> Obviously, we're bringing food, people. We're bringing food in the desert. We're bringing some water. We're planning okay. where our water stops are going to be, yada, yada, yada. What I'm saying is Carl likes to eat random berries on our normal trips. Like he'll just go find berries and like hey, today I'm gonna have some berries and I'm saying you can't do that in the desert, dude. You can't do it. You could chop a cactus and play around with that for a while, but that play might not around. be fun. Okay, you know what I mean. So,
3: all right, all right. I'm back well, on the cliff. That's fine. Okay, get get to your next uh, preamble of your third reason. What you got? Okay. Oh god, <laughs> I cannot wait to hear yours. I'm just gonna unload. I love it.
2: Uh the third one, and you wonder why you have no fans. You know what I mean? It's so sad. Uh, <laughs> I've got the pretend fans now. So I don't know. I'm glad you have pretend fans and I'm proud. <laughs> uh, I think Voice of Reason guy should be a guest host on the podcast. <laughs> Let's think about that. We could um, do a contest. Uh the last no one comments. I have is is something it's one of my favorite things. When I've gone to um like Lake Mead and there's like desert area or yeah. other desert environments, um, I think the... I know usually we're in a tent, but this would be a trip. It would be fun to, like, figure out how to not be in a tent because uh, it, I like the unimpeded, like, nightlife, like the sky right. and the stars, um, even more so than... than It's it's great, like, in a national park like Yosemite or um, Glacier National, you know, all that stuff. Right. Maroon bells. it was It's beautiful, but I think in the desert, there's just something different about it you're not you don't you know there's no trees around the block stuff and you can see more in general
3: maybe unless i'm up on a mountain so your reason then is it's a great place to go cowboy camping is that fair to say
2: yeah yeah i think so okay. i i think it'd be fun but obviously there's you gotta be wary of like scorpions and snakes and all that stuff right but you know you want right. to make sure i mean if you could do it i would do it but i don't know it'd be fun to just figure out how to make that happen where you could have an open sky because i think this the sounds are different right. the sky looks different it's just i don't yeah. know it's, just, it's just super cool
3: so i'll tell you a quick story about that actually so my first real outdoor experience that was, like really made me love the outdoors was we had, went on this um camping trip to Joshua Tree National Park and we uh, this organization was kind of in charge of this whole thing and it was just it was just an awesome trip but they put down these like single person sized tarps on the ground and we cowboy camped, like we they didn't have any tents, so we just slept outside. And they put mine down on top of an ant hill. And so it took me like <laughs> after the first night, like there was red ants like all over me. Oh, and that's that's you no gotta joke. watch out. That's but no it joke. will you're right though, the stars were cool and you just gotta be aware. So
2: that's no joke. I will say I've been to Joshua Tree and did the bouldering okay. thing, and I did that. It was it was gorgeous. When I stayed, I camped along down the uh colorado river in the grand canyon for eight days and the first night um we didn't have our tents i didn't have them ready or something happened or whatever and so we slept out on the sand right on the sandbar but there's red ants oh my gosh those those suckers will eat okay brutal
3: all right um i like your third one derek that's my favorite one as you should
2: as and you did be. still
3: bring in the creepy crawlies into the, your third one, so I like that you you had a thread that was continuous through your th- your three reasons. So there you go. I feel like I'm in your junior high class, and I just got like a B plus. Um, okay, I'll give you a B plus on your third one.
2: Maybe like. a... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what you're coming up. with. Okay. Let's see it.
3: Well, I well I've spent more time recently in the desert, spe- specifically last year, and I I learned a lot, and I think in a short amount of time, and so. Um, I think that, yeah, one of the things that I will mention, I think one of the main reasons why we're even talking about the desert and one of the main reasons to to consider going to the desert is because it really extends the season. Like a lot of people really just limit it to the, to the single season, the summer season, but you can really go early or you can go late into the shoulder seasons as we, as we called them. And you and the shoulders, yeah, you're big on the shoulder, a lot of shoulder time. And so it just can extend your backpacking season. So and I know people go year-round. They don't mind the snow and that, but some people don't. And so this is just an opportunity to check out different landscape, like you said. And there's a lot of different places to go. That brings me to three mm-hmm. things to consider when planning your trip. And I highly encourage you to go to the desert if you have not sure. been before. So first thing is I think like people that really see, you know, like when you look at Backpacker Magazine or some of these outdoor magazines, you see these slot canyons. And they're super cool. And they always talk about, yeah, but be careful. You got to know the weather. Like if it's going to rain, like you get, you know, have flash floods and this and that. But I think what they don't tell you is you have to know the weather forecast, not just for where you are, but for the surrounding area. Because if there's a flash or if there's a, you know, a significant rainstorm that is upstream from you, then that will eventually reach you, obviously. And so it's not just, is it raining here now? But what you know, what is it like around? So you gotta really be aware of your surroundings mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. for quite a ways. So check the weather, you're saying. That makes But not just the local weather, you gotta check the extended weather.
2: Carl, I appreciate that. Captain Obvious. I
3: don't okay. think that's Captain Obvious because I think Noted. That was one of the things the Rangers told me on one of my last trips. They're like, Yeah, you gotta just yeah. Like it sounded like that was a common mistake people were making. So all right, that's my first one. All right. Okay. Number two. So your you know, your sure. only critique is Captain Obvious. Is that fair to say?
2: Well, that's. I mean, there's nothing really else to say. I mean, check the weather. Of course, I'm gonna check the weather. Okay. Like,
3: why wouldn't I check All the right. Weather? So the next one is like, there's a lot of places to go, a lot of national parks, but some of those national parks we think of like, man, we see these really cool scenes from them, but they're not really backpackable. Like, or there's very limited trips, or there's it's not they're not as big as you think. I'm thinking of places like Arches, like Zion, like Bryce right. Canyon three big ones in utah like you can go backpacking there but if you want to string like a three or four day trip like it's not as easy as you think to to do that and so so i'd say do your homework Mm. and check the surrounding areas um oftentimes the national forests have really easy permits to get and they're nearly as good as the as those places and there's just a lot of opportunities kind of beyond some of the big names so
2: yeah i mean i would agree with that i think um You know, obviously, you're, your first two are just talking about check your surroundings, surrounding weather, surrounding trails. So, yep. common theme. I'm going <laughs> to give that a two out of five. Uh, but, no, I think you're right in the sense okay. of, like, yeah, you obviously want to see how much mileage and, and trail and, and room you have to do whatever. Like, if we want to do a three- or four-day trip, you have enough room to do it. Um, right. I don't know. I... I have been to, maybe not backpacking in the desert per se, but I've been to the desert camping a lot, um, and you know, whether it's Indian Wells, Palm Springs, um, I mean, a lot of them are like little, you could, you might get out there and be like, oh, there's look Hmm. at all these, if you don't, sometimes it's really a simple mistake, like you could look at the map and be like, wow, look at all these trails, and then you get out there and you're like, oh, wow, um okay, this is just a lot of out and backs, or this is just a lot of little trails. I don't really paying attention. So, uh, yeah. Right. I think you're right about that for sure.
3: And I'm not saying the, the, they're not backpackable. They're just not mainly, you know, they're not as big as you might think. So. Well, it might just be like a different um, type of
2: trip in, in that regard.
3: Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. You, we talked about we we have the Derek can have the potential to, to plan a, a desert trip actually uh, this upcoming April, and I mentioned, hey, maybe we should go check out Zion. Like I've never gone backpacking mm-hmm. there, and then I started doing re- more research. I so was Like, oh, like there's a little bit we can do, yeah, and but not as much as we thought. So anyway, true. So that was my second one. Well, so it was decent. All right, third one. Yep. Okay, third one. Research. You got to research um, not just the trail itself, but the access to the trailheads. Because for whatever reason, some like a lot of desert trailheads are very difficult to get to, and sometimes, oftentimes, they require four-wheel drive. And even with four-wheel drive, like if there's been a recent rain, like they can be downright impassable. Mm-hmm. Your vehicle can get stuck, and so you got to be just aware of where you're going. Um, but I guess the nice part about that is, is if you do have a vehicle that can kind of get you back into those areas, chances are you're gonna see fewer people. And you're gonna have a more of a remote experience. But it like you'd be surprised at how many trailheads get eliminated if you don't have the right.
2: Can I drive my Lexus or my Cadillac out there? Would that be wise?
3: You have a Lexus and a Cadillac?
2: I don't. I'm just saying Okay. Should I bring those types of
3: cars? You can. Or... You can bring those out there, but just that that will eliminate the number of trailheads you have access points to. There's there's definitely plenty that have paved access and I do not have a four wheel drive vehicle. So I had I was limited. There's things you have to beware of, Derek, when going in the deserts, and so I came up with a few of these as well. The first one, we've talked about this before: the
2: wag bag. The wag bag. I mentioned this on the uh, the last episode we did. The uh, the yeah, you like you like using that phrase, but do you actually know what it? Means? The wag, yes, the wag bag. Uh, so on the, I told the people to do the research. The wag bag. You guys did a Zeke day. Uh, and you had a wag bag shot put. So the Zeke Day is a day with zero miles traveled, just a re- relaxed day, and you guys did
3: a wag bag or poop bag shot put. Ah. Uh, poop bag. Which makes which, your comment even more gross, by the way, but the, the wag bag is, yeah, not everybody's comfortable with, like, pooping into an area that you have to make into, like a bag that you have to carry out, so that's that's something that I think people, that might kind of turn them off about having to go into certain desert areas. I feel like you would enjoy that challenge, though. Like that's that's just, carrying my—I don't think so. It's an added challenge for you. I think the challenge would be to try to get the wag bag into your backpack when you're not noticing.
2: I think I'm going to hang it on the outside. I don't know. I don't, I'm, not, I'm saying
3: I'm going to put my wag bag in your backpack.
2: Um, I'm saying your my wag bag. You won't even see it until the end of the trip, and you'll be really bummed when you find it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it could be salmon part two
2: salmon part two Derek what
3: if I said I will carry all of the group gear but you have to carry all of my wag bags Ooh, would you do it that is tempting
2: oh, but carrying a friend's poop that's just something weird
3: about that right
2: I don't know I've never done true it true
3: friendship right there
2: I might do it I might, I might think twice about it you know ask me when we're on the trail
3: I might bring a wag bag on our upcoming trip even though I don't have to if you had scented wag bags that would be a better <laughs> incentive for me Right. And knowing that you like poop, you probably want like poop scented wag bags. I'm more of a pee guy than
2: a poo guy. Okay. But, you know, either way.
3: All right. So, next thing is you got to be aware that sand is just going to get everywhere and in everything. Like, we're talking like in your sleeping bag, in your food. Like, it's just everywhere. Everywhere. Right.
2: Uh, Yeah. I remember that. I think when I did a Joshua tree trip, we had. So much dirt and dust, and not dust, sand everywhere. It was, it was in my guitar. We had
3: dust. I was just
2: in my ears and my nose. It was like, it was, it was gross.
3: So you agree with that one. And then this last one kind of relates to our soundbite yeah. from the beginning of the episode with Bear Grylls. He, yeah, he kind of, um, sh- like if you've seen that episode where he jumps into the quicksand, like you got to be where like quicksand can be out there. So Derek, if you happen upon nice. some quicksand and fall in, how are you getting out? First things first, you want to take a pee and try to float up to the top. <laughs> That's number one. That's an advanced technique. <laughs> uh, okay.
2: No, I'm just kidding. You you want to make yourself okay. So anytime you move in quicksand, you want it to be you want it to be deliberate. You don't want to be flailing around. That'll make you sink more. Uh, I would say try yeah, stay calm yeah try to stay calm i would say try to reach for obviously a friend's hand or a branch or a fallen tree or sh- anything you can pull yourself on try to make yourself as flat as possible right and and go all that way but the more you flail around the, the you know the more you're gonna sink so
3: right and so i actually watched the rest of that segment from bear Grylls just to remind me uh because i personally am not experienced quicksand and yeah, he basically he kind of like, I don't know, some of his advice is questionable, but he legit got out of the quicksand and he he basically said like he kind of leaned forward to make himself flat like you were saying and then yeah. he he actually raised his legs up rather than trying to kick up. He just kind of just... Yeah, that was weird, but it worked. And then he and then he kind of monkey crawled almost like across the top. I don't want to call it the top crust, but he just basically yeah, he was able to to almost kind of semi-float once he was not vertical. Yeah. And yeah. It worked. Obviously, if you have friends with you, then they can help. But sometimes, you know, when you're out on your own... When you're one of those, uh,
2: you know, patronized guys, trail characters, you're going to be solo hiking. And that's when it really gets dangerous. Right, right. Yeah.
3: Okay, so I'm not sure if we did a really good job convincing people to, to try out the desert. But, you know, having really kind of dived into it last year, like, I've got two trips planned. Capitol Reef National Park and going back to Canyonlands. And my hope is it will get you out there as well this year, maybe in uh, April. Yeah. But... Yeah, highly encourage just yeah to to mix up the backpacking experiences if you've not done that already.
2: Indeed, beautiful.
3: This brings us to yes. the MP3 from Rocky, and we hope to have him on later on in the season. We've got a special episode which mm-hmm. I think he'll fit in nicely for. But in the meantime, he's just sending us a slew of MP3s, and this yes. one is on animal safety. So here's what he had to say.
0: B and B, this is Rock carl Derek, what's up just want to know from the b&b listening audience what they do in regard to stay safe from animals and this stems from you guys talking about that story where there was a guy in his tent and all of a sudden a bear picked up his head put his head in its mouth and was dragging him along while he was still inside his tent i guess the guy was okay but um yeah any preventions for something like that i don't
3: know All right. So Derek, I'm going to be honest, like I am actually currently working on a video short which deals with animal safety and it's really just mocking me and my lack of animal safety. So I think you're for this, you know, for the sake of this podcast, you're kind of the animal safety expert. So how would you respond to that?
2: Well, some people do call me you know, the male Snow White. Uh, they, <laughs> they, call they call me Bro, me bro White. Uh, <laughs> just because of my relationship with the animals. They they love me. They flock to me. Okay. Who calls you this, by the way? Uh, just uh, children of the forest. You know, <laughs> children of the forest. Um, anyway, so uh, as far as the animal go, I would say, so, Rock, uh, good question about the bear. You know, let's talk about the bear here. If you are concerned about getting eaten by a bear in your head, two things you can do. One, this is the lesser... I think a lesser effective one, but I would say if, if this is a paranoia that you have, I would say sleep with your head right in the corner of the tent, right by the tent poles, and
3: then the bear's got to eat the tent pole before you eat your head. Uh, okay, can I, can I stop you right there? Yeah. So if this person's in more than just a one-person tent, which they would have to be if they're sleeping dieting late, isn't that going to wreck everybody's ability to sleep in this tent? But if only one person has the
2: paranoia, then I can just jam my head... Like I, when we've done... Sleeping, I I can get pretty close to the corner of my head, you know, but um, I would say the better option is to like we talked about in a previous episode is to fill ambient space with your own gear like your backpack and and other things, um, and then sleep within inside that that perimeter that you're creating. So like gear armor is what you're saying? Gear armor, correct.
3: I, I would say that's the better option probably. I that, that's a great answer, Derek. And so I think that again we'll just defer to your animal safetiness. Um, I guess in a few weeks we'll see kind of where I had some questionable um, animal safety concerns. But I'll share a quick story because I don't have footage of this. There was a time, this is probably like the worst I've ever done, where I was in Yellowstone National Park and I chased a grizzly out of our campsite. (laughs) That's bold, dude. I'm hoping hoping your kids... Was I fending off my, my young daughter and wife was that was I helping out I think that's the honorable thing to say say I hope so or was I just being silly trying to um I don't know just chase a grizzly down the road who knows I'm just gonna leave that up to your imagination hoping I'm hoping it was
2: your family was nearby and that you were defending them however if you were in your 20s uh I'm gonna say the latter for sure
3: (laughs) I will say it was a long 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 time ago and I would not do that again so there's our answer there's our answer Long, 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 long. Lesson learned. Rocky, thank you for the MP3. Oh, and good. we good. have just, we've learned that Derek, while I questioned some of his previous thoughts with desert travel, he, he proved to have some nuggets of wisdom on this episode. <laughs> 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 I've been in the desert more than you realize, Carl. More than you realize. Um. Okay, well, I'll leave that to the listeners to determine. But
1: Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com
3: Are you ready for this trivia? I think so. I'm hoping so. Okay. Let's do it. As I mentioned, we've got the dessert part of the episode. And this trivia is, it includes backpacking desserts. So we don't want to dessert the dessert because we've, we've brought some dessert before and it's good. So I've got a list of eight things. And we're going to go one by one. And you've got to determine is it a backpacking dessert? <laughs> Keep that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He You great. love the flubs. Oh, it's so funny. All right, is it a backpack dessert or is it somebody's yes. trail name? Probably. Or is it simply something that I just made up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's, so it's it's one of those three things. Notice how these are objective answers. It's got to be one of these three. It's not like a judgment call on my part whether okay. you got this right or not. So, All right. take some notes. Do it. Now, number one, raspberry crumble staple staple dessert staple wow no no hesitation on that one tasty it is and you've eaten raspberry crumble like a number of times so i'm glad you got that one right i think that's mountain house actually number two astronaut ice cream dessert that is a dessert you are on fire that is correct it's that freeze-dried ice cream that yes pretty much every like freeze-dried thing makes and those are actually really good pretty good those aren't too bad yeah yeah i I feel like I'm not really getting much filling in there for you know whatever it was five bucks for a little ice cream bar but did you taste yeah, good. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Okay, number three, bear claw. <laughs> like, like it'd be like a freeze dried bear claw because obviously, uh, like you could, you know, muscle in an actual do bear they claw. Have a freeze dried
2: bear claw. I don't yeah, feel like I've they? seen one, but I don't know. Um, I'd either say it's something. Well, it's not something you made up. It's it's either somebody's trail name, <laughs> it's, it's either somebody's trail name, or it's a backpacking dessert. Uh, right? I guess I'll. I don't know. I feel like I've seen one somewhere. I'm probably wrong. I'll go with dessert.
3: Okay, so so this one was actually a trail name. Uh, so you're close. I th- on this okay, one. That's yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Way. I And unfortunately, I don't have the stories behind how they got their trail names. I just had interesting trail names that I found.
2: I thought I saw it in a in a in a. Uh, I actually thought I saw it in a gift store at one of our... Like a freeze-dried bear uh, claw? Previous trips out of...
3: Okay. Yeah, out of state. They had some... some I don't know if you... I, I, that I think that, that if you legit saw that, you would have bought it. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, you're not, not like okay, a huge bear claw guy, though. I think it'd be cool... Yeah, freeze-dried donuts. They had definitely... That's like a... Um, yeah, that's a place they've not visited before. That's a new venture. Number four, tuna fish milkshake. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm hoping it's something you made up. Um, it's something I made up, and I could see you digging a tuna Ooh.
2: fish milkshake. It's kind of gross. No, absolutely not. If anybody knows me, they know I despise tuna.
3: Oh, do you really? like Not fresh tuna. I love me some fresh tuna, but that canned stuff. You despise oh. it. You know what? That sparked a thought that has absolutely nothing to do with the trivia, but um, a couple episodes ago, oh no, was it, was it last episode where you talked about- the mouse, yeah, I was last episode. Okay, so last episode you talked about like bringing a dead mouse, and like you thought it was so funny that I, I that I hated the rodents. Remember that? You're gonna bring tuna now? No, 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 no. <laughs> but the fact that you hate tuna made me think of this, and so, <laughs> so, so I thought, you know what? There's a chance that after that episode, like you you took notes down somewhere, like. Note to self, bring dead mouse on backpacking trip. Oh, it's in my notes, yeah, right. Here. And I thought to myself, I thought like what if Derek really did bring dead mouse, like if he'd like stuffed in my backpack. Like I'm not joking, like I would turn around and go back to the trailhead. Like I would be that mad about it. So, and, it, and if you think this is just like hype, like um, legit, I would turn around and go back. So it's almost Don't do that. it. I feel like it's almost don't, worth it. Don't do it.
2: I would wait until like the second to last day and then okay maybe go you said you'd go back to the trailhead
3: so well, be or i'll double the miles to get there
2: you'll you'll turn around and go all the way back to the trailhead. that'd be funny you, even though it's a loop you go back so i'd love to see that
3: i will leave you alone uh, well i'll have <laughs> other friends with me so <laughs> they're not as good let's be honest you're gonna be alone number <laughs> just kidding <laughs> so number okay. five i'm not kidding about leaving you by the way but anyway number five <laughs> cookie monster I mean, it's obviously the guy from Sesame Street, but... in the world, <laughs> Good <laughs> identification. <laughs> hmm,
2: what is Carl up to? I want to say... I don't think it's a dessert. I want to say... Is, he, is it really somebody's trail name? I'm going to say in the world of backpacking, uh, I'm going to say it's something you made up.
3: Okay. It is actually somebody's trail name. Come on. So, I'm guessing me? this person just like has a slew of cookies that's and terrible. is just... Okay, maybe that's,
2: I could... All right, maybe I could see that, but...
3: Okay, right. I probably should have guessed uh, that. Is there a trail name as good as your future trail name, which is Snow White? It's, or... it's actually Bro White. Bro so. White? Number I'm... six, Sliced Beets. <laughs> 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 sliced Beets.
2: Um, I'm going to say Trail Name. Trail Name is
3: correct. I'm going to say Trail... Oh, gosh, okay. I'm going to say Trail... Yeah. Close. No, you got that right. So... Okay. You didn't get that right the first time, but hey, you got it right the second time. <laughs> yeah, Derek. So there's so many name sliced beets. I don't know if they're like into beets. Are you? Are you a beet lover? Beets are beets are pretty gross. Didn't you eat beets when you were in Australia? Wasn't that something you ate a lot? Yeah, of? they're they're into beets there. So like they they kind of put them on like as a topping with sandwiches. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So there's a couple times when like they kind of snuck it in on me, and like I almost legit gagged. Like I'm not into beets at all. Did you put the Vegemite on the beets? And you. On the beets, the Vegemite probably make the beets worse, in my opinion. But I did not try that. I did try Vegemite, and not a fan of that either. I feel mm. like I'm just not complaining about food. I'm actually pretty good with eating different kinds of food. He's but, pretty picky, um, folks. Do you prefer bears, beets, or Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> bears. I'm gonna go bears. Okay. <laughs> I'm go bears. Number seven, banana
2: split. There's a banana dessert. I know that. I don't remember okay. if it's banana split or banana something else. Right. It seems like a dumb trail name.
3: Ah, uh, I'm going to go dessert. Okay. So you just offended somebody who might be listening who's called Banana Split. So really? It's wow. a trail name.
2: That that's uh yeah. okay. All right. I
3: don't know what the chances are of these people actually listening who I found their trail names online, but are they flexible? Oh, like can they do the splits? I don't know. We're never going to know. All right, so you what do you have right now? You got uh your your uh I got 4. It's you terrible. Got 4 to 7. Last one, Snot Factory. It's got to be made up. It's
2: got to be made
3: up. Yeah, that, that's one of mine. I, th- I thought that could be a future trail name for you, but I, I'm, I'm digging on the Snow White or the, the Bro White, sorry. I, like I was that. thinking uh, Rat Pack for you
2: because you have a rat in your pack. Rat Pack? You know, I have a rat in my pack? Well, if, I, if you did, it would
3: be Rat Pack. You know. Okay. <laughs> like the famous rat. That would be worse than the mouse, just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so you know, uh, I actually quizzed my wife yesterday on these and she got she went eight for eight i'm not surprised she's
2: basically semi-genius if you will
3: so wow this was um yes a little struggle for you in this one so some awkward trail names guys uh there's there's some different ones out there slice beats uh banana split (laughs) bear claw yeah yeah, either way, I, I, like, I, like, I like that you're accusing people of awkward trail names and you've got horrible trail names. And you've oh. got Cinderella coming your way or, or Bro White, sorry. <laughs> Cinderella, <laughs> get your princesses right, man. Come yeah, on. I'm not a princess expert. I apologize. I'll Clearly. defer to you on all princess lore. So there you go. Fair. Guys, that'll
2: do it for us today. Uh thank you again for joining us on our desert episode. The B and B, thanks you for all your support. Please send us a review five-star us on Apple iTunes and send us a review on Google Play. We'd appreciate it. It helps the podcast boost the availability and notice of it. Um, Guys, it is not backpacking unless there are sandy blisters along the way. We'll see you in the desert. bye In the desert one day, uh, long ago, Carl doesn't remember this. His mind is, mind is fading him, but uh, he actually thought he was pretty cool. I had to kill this rattlesnake barehanded, uh, and uh, and I also killed a black mamba barehanded. Not true, but let's pretend it's true. And Carl, you know, wanted to take the credit, so he, you know, cut out the fangs and wore them as earrings for the rest of the trip. I wanted to tell them that they can still have poison on them, but I let that thing slip. Shh, don't tell anybody.
1: Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8:30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. You want to succeed, you want to fish, you want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.